It's Black History Month, y'all. And you know what that is. I think every year we ask, um, in, you know, when it, when February hits the calendar, we like to ask an opening question um, about Black History Month and Black History. So this year, I'm going to ask if any influential African-American had their own month, Ooh. who would it be? Who do you think it should be? And I'm going to go with Frank first. Oof. <sighs> I mean, for me, guys, the king of pop, Michael Jackson. Yeehaw! Wow, oh. MJ. 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 I mean, there is no entertainer that's ever touched the tarmac. Touched that what, the, Frank? I the was tarmac. waiting for that it. Touched I was like, the, touch, touch yeah, what? Yeah, he's, when you're talking about Michael done. Jackson, you don't want to you don't want to talk about what you know who touched what, what touched, and where. Who he's touched. Oh, just touching yeah. and MJ yeah, shouldn't yeah. be said in the same phrase. Yeah, you're right. But MJ's about to... Yeah, he's about to touch down on Broadway. He's got a show now. <laughs> oh, he does. After you know about death. that? Yes, yeah, yeah. That, I gotta see that. But guys, not I me mean, seriously. I mean, in terms of entertainment, nobody did, did it like Michael Jackson ever. Come on, guys. You, I mean, he's okay. he's untouchable. Like nobody's ever done it. Like he's done it. He's the only guy who could also represent uh, during White History Month, right? Ooh, hey. he's like ambidextrous <laughs> when it comes to yeah. History Month. That's interesting. <laughs> He's Amber History Month Dextrous? I don't know how to say oh, that. Look, I'm going to say mine before Rachel's. Uh, <laughs> I'm a comedy guy, so I think, you know, the comedy gods, Eddie Murphy and or Richard Pryor. Ooh. Eddie Murphy and or Richard Pryor should have their own month. Damn. Um, maybe both of them. Maybe they could just share a month. And, you know, you can even go farther. You can just have a whole month uh, dedicated to African-American stand-up comedians because I think... There's so many of them yeah. um, that um, that paved the way. I think that would be something. Ref, that, Ref uh, Fox, Ref that Fox. would be a fun month, and it would be a very it yes. would be a very dirty dirty month. Oh yeah, Paul, a very raunchy month, right? Paul, very R rated. Paul Mooney, <laughs> Red Fox, Word. Mm-hmm. Red, Robin Harris. Uh, yeah, I mean the list goes on and on. Dave Chappelle, although some people might not want to celebrate Chris that month. Rock. L- <laughs> Chris Will- yeah. uh, Cat, Will- Cat Williams all of them that's Cat amazing so you know Bernie Mac you know rest do. in peace Ooh. all the kings of comedy right Ooh. that's right so. Steve Harvey Playle. Um. well Playle. I can I go is it my <laughs> go ahead, turn yeah yeah. I, yeah 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 I know I say the same names every year when we talk about Black History Month. Now, sometimes we'll go like in the ancient times and shout out the Harriet Tubmans of the world. All right. Shout Mm. out HT. But what I'm going to talk about is B&B. Y'all know this. Biggie and Beyonce. Biggie and Beyonce deserve months. Okay. So I have two answers. I really feel like it should be B month. Uh, You know, B B month. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Get it. Get it. In September. In honor of the Queen's birthday, okay, 9-4. Queen B, the Queen B. I think, you know what I'm saying? La Reina. And then I think that it should be Biggie, baby, baby, month in March, right? Because the greatest rapper of all time died on March 9th, you know? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Baby, baby. Yeah, I need my month in March. Yeah, yeah. That was my terrible Biggie impression. It was so bad, but in my head, that was just me paying homage. Mm Mm-hmm. Big Papa Month, nice, yeah. and be and of course Beyonce. I think Beyonce fans though will probably be like, I, you know, Queen B ain't sharing a month with nobody. Ooh, oh, so they, right. you might have a, you might have some issues with that. Trying to get her to share that thing, that you know what I mean. I think I think Beyonce 
deserves her own. Oh, you trying to give Beyonce her month in the middle of Hispanic Heritage Month? Like, why don't y'all take y'all time and give B her time? <laughs> we out. Beehive. <laughs> It's the Latinos Out Loud Olympics, yo! <laughs> I'm just feeling so like in like sporty, like I'm doing like quadruple toe loops. You know, Ooh. now they're trying to make them spin five times. These poor like God. ice skaters. Did you hear Jeez. that? That's the trend. The, yeah. What is a quintuplet toe loop? I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> um, oh man! I know what this is called though. It's called Latinos Out Loud. Yeah. Okay. The Latinos Out Loud podcast, if you want an extra word for clarity, mm. that's where we are on the medium in this space. Welcome to the podcast verse, to the loca verse, all the verses. We got verses here. Hi, it's Rachel La Loca. Oof. What up, it's Jay Ferns. Dímelo, que lo que enton is Frank Nims, a.k.a. Frank Spiracy in the Frank verse, baby. You know Woo! how we Frank do. Verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You know Frank how we do. Verse. Is there a Ferns verse? Can I have a Ferns verse, too? <laughs> yes. Get out. yes. Everybody can have a verse, a verse. Jamie. Yes. There's verses on verses and on verses. Come on. Yeah. Okay. You know? I just want to make sure I felt left out of the verse okay. community. Wait, wait, wait. If we're going to talk verses, okay, will you guys buy real estate in my verse? Because I'll buy real estate in yours. Yeah. Can we do like a okay, like like cryptocurrency swap or something? What is it like Monopoly? No, it's the yes. metaverse. In the metaverse, we could all buy like currency in the metaverse. You could have a, a a Jamie verse. We could have a Rachel verse. We could have a Frank verse. It's a beautiful like verse in the metaverse. I am so okay. excited. I'm also going to start introducing Loca Coin, which is uh, obviously mm. what it sounds like. <laughs> wow. Loca Coin investors, if you're out there, let's talk. I've got some renderings of what you know what it could look like NFT status. Nah, I heard you were NFTs. <laughs> well, I wouldn't mind doing an NFTs show if mm. you're special. That sounds like something fun, you know. Oh, little Valentine's is coming. Oh snap! Oh snap! Yeah, that's true. That's true. But this show comes out after Valentine's, so let's just say hopefully we all have a good one. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we're back. Literally, Jamie's back off of a plane in Jamie the states. Thank God you made it back. Yeah. Uh, we missed you. I was gone because I had a bachelor party week. Ooh, week, ooh, week and change. Sexy time. Or a weekend and change. A weekend and change. Time. Somebody get the girl to jump out of the cake. Everybody, come on. Yeah, I saw your live, son. Yeah, okay. I I get that you hear that and you're like, oh, this shit got real X-rated and shit. <laughs> But I actually, um, I went to Orlando and went to a bunch of theme parks. So. Oh shit, that shit look exciting. <laughs> it's like if uh, it's like if a ten year old was about to get married. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. So Wait, went to so Orlando. No strippers. Um, no strippers. You in look the theme happy. Well, no strippers in the theme park. We were in Disney, so Daisy did not. Sh- 
Daisy Duck did not show her Daisy Dukes. Uh, <laughs> you know. Dímelo, Minnie Mouse. <laughs> nah, I mean, Cinderella, you know, she would kind of be in. She would try, you know, she was only like giving Prince Charming, uh, you know, a time, the time of day, you know. Oh, I guess you got to be with Prince Charming. Cinderella, she was all about the dwarves, you know, so. Snow White was loving them dwarves because they come up oh, about Snow yay White. high. You know what I'm saying? They come up just the, just the right size. Papaca, papi. Papito, ven. Papito. Si, trae los seis. Trae los otros seis. Bring all, all seven of y'all. Come on. It's going to be a gangbang. Princess ja- Jasmine, you know. She was expecting, you know. Uh, somebody, a brother to come out with a magic carpet and shit. <laughs> or maybe a brother to, you know, get on her magic carpet, if you know what I'm saying. Hey. Hey. But I mean, look, it, it ended up, you know, it was a cool trip. A lot of some, a lot of friends of mine. <laughs> a lot so of friends bad. of mine, like, surprised me because I didn't know who was going. Ooh. My nephew's my best man, but my nephew's, like, 34. He's not Andrew, Andrew Casanova. Andrew Casanova. Andrew Casanova. Yes, sir. And he's my best man. So he, like, he told me to take these days off, and then I didn't know where we were going. And then a couple days out before, he was like, we're going to Orlando. So I was like, oh, okay, a ba- Bachelor-lando uh, trip. Okay. And then... Um, we went to the Star Wars land, you know, I like, you know, I want to check the Star Wars stuff out. Went to Universal, went to a Universal Studios, went to a, a water park. So yeah, a bunch of a bunch of people surprised me. Like it was like there's a bunch of video of me just like bumping into people friends and I'm like, "Oh yeah, yo, you came, you here." So shout out to Jerry uh Emily Fork at yeah, Diaz, yeah, he's one of the here, guys. Bro. Like, yeah, I showed up yeah, for he you, was- bro. <laughs> I- <laughs> he was like, "Yo, you would know I wouldn't miss this, bro." I love you, bro. Like you're my little brother. You know I wouldn't miss this, bro. Shout out to Mr. Um, Alto <laughs> Jerry Diaz. Jerry Diaz was one of the people that surprised me. But um, it was a good, it was a fun trip. I mean, we had the jacuzzi in the hotel at night. Ooh. You know, wait, got wait, some wait, jacuzzi. Ooh, wait, they wait. got down. They got down. Hold yeah. on a second. But like they, an all male jacuzzi? Nah, they, like, brought back, was some, they brought back Cinderella. <laughs> there was some like, you know, middle-aged uh, women in the hotel that used the jacuzzi. But they were all about the TMI. Like, they were basically like, oh, you're getting married? Oh, my son is just got married, and I hate his wife. Oh, Ooh. my God. Great story. I, you know, it, like, this is the type of conversation we were getting. Not sexy talk, but... Um, and then another one was, like, rubbing her feet. She's like, I was walking all day, and my feet hurt. I got oh. I was like, well, I'm sharing a jacuzzi with my, with my mother. Like, what's going on here? But, that um, is amazing. <laughs> Did you get the, like, so are you going to have a baby? Are you going to try to have a baby right after? (laughs) No, I mean, the the, that one woman just kept talking about how she hates her her son's wife. (laughs) She was like, if I could, and you know, if I could do something to her and get away with it, I would. I was like, whoa. Oh, my God. Are you trying to, like, ask us? (laughs) <laughs> it's like she almost was like she saw a bunch of Latinos in the, in, the, in, the, in the hot tub and was like maybe I could ask one of them to, to kill my stepdaughter they, the, the maybe women I could hire them you know they yeah. went in the back by the sauna and they were like those Latin boys one of them has definitely killed somebody so ask them ask one of them and I'm sure they eat or maybe they have a cousin someone so they know somebody they live in the hood <laughs> But you know, as much as I love the trip, you know, there are like, I do feel like I'm getting too old 
for the theme park oh, like life, nah, you Jamie, know? Really? You? Nah, you, nah, you, Mr. man. Star well, no, Wars, wait, wait, no, no, like, yeah. You look like you were having Back fun, bro. You, you, no, I yeah, mean, yeah. Yes, you I'm, had the swords. I, I saw you with the swords and the whole costume. Like, come on. No, yes, but then the downside to that is like long ass lines, right? And so, so oh. by the by the time you get to certain. Um, rides, mm. you've already waited like an hour and a half, and you're just oh, like, Let me, I just want to ride this shit and get the hell out, <laughs> you know. Um, and then um, it was really only one day that there was long lines. The other, the other days were fine, um, but the um, and also there, some of these rides are like really intense. Where like now I come out of these rides and I'm all effed up. Like I feel like like my neck is sore yeah, and like yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like you know, like I can't. Um, I, you know, I hit my head a couple times. And so there was one you're specific ready to ride. You sue into- the place. Now you've been looking for a lawsuit. I got whiplash. I called Shavitz and Shavitz Law Firm. They told me I got a lawsuit. How much can I sue the makers of the Velasa Coaster? My neck is not feeling too well. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, there was a Harry Potter ride. I'm like, I thought this was going to be like a nice little, like, you know. Harry Potter's like wizard stuff. That shit went super fast, oh. and then it dropped in the middle, and then it went backwards. I was like, "Damn, these wizards be like, they 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 be going like they must be going super fast on their brooms or some shit." Because awesome shit, I, I couldn't handle it. I'd I'd be I'd be like a wizard school dropout. You know what I mean? I don't know if I would I would have been able to stay at Hogwarts and shit, but um. Um, no, but you know what? But it was fun and um, celebration of of you know the bachelorhood coming to an end. Yeah, finally. That's really Jesus. amazing. If I could just interview you real quick. So, okay, what happens at like Jamie's bachelor party? Was there a cake? Did you guys all go out to dinner? Did, did they do speeches? Did they roast you? Yeah. Like, Tell me about that. What happened? We went to dinner. We had a bunch of dinners. Um, um, one of my friends, uh, Jose, he uh, a phrase he has for me since since I've known him is like anytime I do something, he he's just like, "Yeah, Jim." And, you know, it's kind of like a, a universal way of like, if I fuck up, yeah, Jim, or if I say something <laughs> stupid, yeah, Jim. And so uh, that and that like, ended up being it's, it's like, like, "Our Jamie." Shout yes, Jose. it is like we that. Jose. It's exactly like that. So that ended up being everybody's toast. Every time we did a toast for me during any of our dinners, everybody just yelled out, yeah, Jim. And yeah, Jim. They, we even got waitresses to do it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it was, awesome. um, that was fun. Yeah. I and mean, there was a lot of just like, you know, um, celebrating, uh, you know, getting married, friendship, uh, you know. All that stuff. So it was, it was cool. And then there were some people that couldn't come that are, are part of my, my wingmen, which is what I'm calling my, my groomsmen, um, because it's not a conventional groomsmen, you know, but, um, but of course, you know, some people got family, some people, some people still don't want to travel. They don't feel comfortable traveling. So I was surprised that the people that did show up showed up. Cause I didn't, I didn't even know. I thought it was going to be me, my nephew, and maybe like one other person, you know? Wow. It was cool. That. So that. shout out to everybody that that, that, that went. Right. And shout out to uh, my nephew, uh, Andrew, right. for setting it up. And um, shout out to, uh, you know, uh, Walt Disney. One Ooh. final question <laughs> uh, about Jamie's 
amusement park bachelor weekend. Um, and actually, no, it's not even about you. I'd love to know, is is Fatima going on a bachelorette extravaganza or is she not? Doing- she is. Uh, well, the, at the time that we're doing this, she's leaving uh, tomorrow. Oh, do you know she's going to Palm Springs? So she might have like some she might have a stripper show up in her shit. Oh, snap. I don't know. (laughs) But she's doing a Palm Springs with her girls. So I don't even know. I'm going to just let that let her do what she does. All right. That whole whole bachelor bachelorette thing. Is it like I don't know. Is it the same as it was like? I feel like when I did my extravaganza, it, it it really showed me on what side of the slut spectrum my friends fall on. <laughs> that was really like a great exercise to see how. Come on, raunchy. Rachel, it's the last time. Let's do it. Because I had some that were just like, so we're going to go ride the cyclone, right? And we're going to ride around. Like, you know, my girls took me on a tour of Rachel and they we were all in the limo. Well, there were two. We went to DR. We went to Punta Cana. Ooh, and nice. you see what I mean? Like one of my friends, when we left, I saw them change the name on the map to Punta Cana. And I was like, oh, I was like look what you did. Look what you did. They changed the name of the city to Punta Cana because of wow. you. Right? <laughs> And then then we did a tour of Brooklyn where we like we were in a stretch limo and all of us were drinking and and they curated like a tour of like from my childhood. To, I, it was just weird, but so <laughs> it was so perfect. We went to LMB Spumoni Gardens, um, had the mm. pizza. All of us. Then we went on the cyclone in Coney Island, you know, and that was where, like, I saw, you know, that that was where the night ended for some of the girls. And like I said, the girls on the far end of the slut spectrum. I don't know. We fucking ended up in Chinatown somewhere. Uh, I don't remember much. Uh, Then more people showed up. But anyway, Bachelor Bachelorette thing. It's like it's such a fun time for those that are like, you know, that want to portray like, oh, we're going to get, we're going to do it. Because most of the time it's like, yeah, we're in Punta Cana watching television and just talking girl talk. Like that's, you know I've seen saying? videos of, of bachelorette parties and they're like, you know, like people, women blowing on penis balloons. And, <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, guys get freaky, right? But like, it's pretty much, you know, straightforward. It's like, you know, women's dancing and yeah, and, and stuff like that. Like women's bachelorette parties, they have like decoration. Like all these dirty decorations. Yes. Yes. And the strippers, yes. they, they're more, they, they're more touchy feely. Yeah, uh, yeah, for yeah. the most part, they're yeah. like you know they they have the woman they take the woman's hand and put it down wherever they see fit. But I mean you know with a with a with some of the men's bachelor parties, you know you you still got to keep your distance with some of the women unless you're you're willing to pay a little extra. But yeah, Rachel, uh, can I ask you a question? Wow. I've sure, seen Frank. Some, I've seen some like Pornhub bachelorette parties. Is that true? Like a guy going around like with his penis and girls like sucking him off? Okay, never... I I've seen some stuff. You know, I've been a guest at certain bachelorette parties <laughs> like that. I wow, couldn't believe really? what I was. Well, I'm not saying I... there was a, a schlong <laughs> being passed around the circle, yeah. but he, he de- like, I Take was at one. Take this ceremonial schlong. Right? Everybody puff, puff, pass, kiss, kiss, pass. Oh, no. Because <laughs> In okay, the tail no. on the stripper dick. <laughs> Pin the tail on the penis or like something like that. But no. Uh, Pin the tail depends. on the donkey dick. 
It depends where you get your stripper from. Okay, that's all oh. I'm saying. Like, if you're gonna get somebody from like Chippendales, that's gonna look like Fabio. Like, you know where the night's going, right? He's gonna come dressed up like a cop, and it's gonna be like that. Like, oh yeah. But if you get fucking, I don't know, Juan Rico from the corner of 145th, who's down to do whatever, has a nice body. Then the night may go puff, puff, pass on the schlong. I don't know, but I haven't been to that kind of party. But I have seen some shit where, like, they, you know, they they oh, go, oh. they go for it, and then the girls wow. that want it pay for it and get it. It's great. Wow, it's I'm yeah, not that type I mean, of girl. Wow, I, look, I've been in some grimy bachelor parties that yeah, me too, shit man. went down. Me too. Me and too. certain people, certain people would not want like the you know the things that happen there to get out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And so. I've been to those and just sometimes it's just like, yo, like really y'all are like, y'all are really like giving a lot of attention to like two, there's like 10 guys to two, to two dancers. And it's just like Mm -hmm. saliva is being shared in the same crevice of different things. And I'm like, yo, like this is, and I, you know, and then there's groups of people that are just like, "Ah, I'm going to be over here. (laughs) And then you got like the other groups who are just like, you know, where can I suck? Where can I suck? So thirsty. Yeah, um, is it yeah. the testosterone? Seen, what is it? Yeah, it's the hormones, yeah. the raging. A, what is it? Jamie, I seen I a crazy know. one in the Bronx one time. It was like twenty five dudes, and it was like two girls, and motherfuckers went in. It was a pool table in the back, and they, these yeah, two girls. Yeah, it makes me they feel went like in, a little dirty. They went yeah. in. It was yo, Rachel. It was it was it was some real. I, I would love that's to see a kind fly of bachelor party. Yeah, I would love I would love that kind of bachelor party. That was Just very that? entertaining. A back in 1989, back in 1989, you know, I don't know if you could do that anymore, you know. Oh, Corona? Uh. <laughs> I don't know. What's what's going down now? Like, po- you know, pandemic bachelor parties like that. Yeah. Is it like that? I don't you know. You gotta put saran wrap on the on the body parts before <laughs> like, you touch them. If you wanna come close to my titties, you gotta put an N95 mask on, stupid. Okay? N95 mask or no teta. I'm sorry. <laughs> I once I once went to a bachelor party and it was like I, I the I it was an open bar and so I remember the strippers coming in like they were taking off their coats they were about to get ready to do their thing and then the next thing I remember was waking up and the show was over so the open hey, bar okay. I slept through the whole performance no you didn't no Yo, you didn't Jamie I'm telling you I slept through the whole thing in this in one chair I was in one chair and I woke up and was like what happened everything was over you saw the, and, stri- um, you saw the strippers putting their coats back on leaving I saw them literally I saw them putting their coats taking their coats off when they got Counting there and then literally like taking them off <laughs> And everybody like, yo, that was the best show ever, yo. And I'm like, yo, what happened? The girls got no lipstick on. All the guys look mad relaxed. And Jamie's waking up. (laughs) What's going on, guys? You going to take a nap? Why do you guys look so sleepy? Um, Okay, well, look. Wow, Jamie. All this talk about Bachelor Bachelor. We could talk about this forever. But I do, I don't have a segue for this. But I do want to know. I do want to shout out Rachel. Okay. You, you do, do have a segue. Okay, I, so I, I, I'm going to pitch it to you. I'll pitch you. Like, you know, events. I had an event. You had an event. Go. Mm. Okay, so, you know, bachelor and bachelorette parties, they're big <laughs> events, right? But, but you know, there was another big event that happened uh, recently uh, that Rachel was involved in. Rachel, would you like to um, share that with us? Yes, Great Rachel. segue. Are we on the Latinas on Love podcast or an awards show? I don't know what that was. That was very formal. And here but, is uh... my friend, Rachel Lelo. <laughs> 
Hi, Jamie. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much. It's nice to be here. Yeah, there's some events transpiring. You're right, for sure. Well, here, let's talk about one of them. One of them is the Webby's event that we did. That's right, boy. Yeah. Latinos Webby out loud. nominated up in here. Tell them, but tell them, though. Like, tell them. <laughs> um, we were Webby nominated in 2021 for Best Comedy Podcast among the likes of Sarah Silverman, Nicole mm. Byer. Mm. You know, great shows. Why we? This is why we drink. Anyway, it was nice to have started the partnership there, but we continue building with our partners in any way, shape, or form. And what we're doing with the Webbies is as follows. So... I got to take it back a step and I will use this forum to make somewhat of an announcement that I mm. haven't said yet. Um, I've been keeping it inside, but actually by the time that this episode comes out, the Webby's entry period will have ended. Um, so I am really happy to announce that one of the ways that we're furthering this partnership with a wonderful organization, the Webby's, is that I am now a judge and I am Ooh, now part of the what? International Academy of Digital Arts and wow. Sciences or IADAS. Um, and I'm really excited, Frank. Yeah, oh like I'm part of this judging body of close to 2,000 judges worldwide. And it feels really nice to be part of this international body where we get to see stellar work being put together by, in my case, fellow podcasters. So I was brought on to be a judge in the podcast category. And I was, I I don't want to go too much into detail, but as a judge, the requirement is that you sort through 30 entries or a minimum of 30 entries. Mm. I nerded out. I mean, look, I'm a podcaster. I was asked to judge podcasts. Ask me how many entries I went through. Ask uh, me. How many? Uh, how many entries did you go through? I'm so glad you asked. I didn't think you would. So <laughs> I, I, I went through 131 entries. Well, um, wait a minute. So what happened to the 30? I just wanted to stop at 130, but then obsessive compulsive me was like, no, I can't stop at an even number. Let me do one more. So I did 131 um, and I might have started 132, but I didn't get to finish it. But it, it keeps a count. And that's the only reason why I know the count is because Damn. it keeps it for you. And I'm not trying to sound all boasty. Listen. I nerded out because I'm amazed and I want to congratulate and I want to shout out every goddamn podcaster out there, mm. everyone who's part of a podcast, because even the behind the scenes people are part of the award and nomination and part of the show, you know, so like they're part of it. And I'm just so amazed. I listened to podcasts about breast cancer. I listened to podcasts about financial stability. Um, I listened to podcasts about uh Black History Month, um, Morgan Stanley, like there was so many financial, like there were so many different topics, um, true crime, um, oh. just it, all these different genres and then the niches that they've carved. And if you're not a podcaster and you want to be a podcaster, what you waiting for? There's Ooh. so many carve outs in this space. So anyway, to say that is another way that we're furthering the partnership. This is the third level of our wonderful partnership with the awesome folks over at the Webbies is in going through these entries. I wished that there were more Latin X themed or hosted mm. or produced by or Latino Network distributed by. I, mm. I really felt that there was a bit of an underrepresentation. 
And in true, true Rachel La Loca fashion, it's like, well, how could little old me do something? And I was like, yo, let me send this email real quick with some ideas. And I'm like, I would love to co-host an event. I think Latinos Out Loud is a great conduit. You know, let's build the partnership even further. And the folks at the Webbies were wonderful to brainstorm with. And we came up with doing this event, which is part of a series that they do. Um, being a nominee and being in the trenches with the wonderful folks at the Webbies gives you certain benefits. And one of those benefits as a past nominee is that we were part of their Webby Talks series. Yeah. And so what we did is we curated this talk for the Latinos Out Loud audience. And on February 1st, we hosted the Webby Talks where it, it was called Way Too New. It was a virtual community event. And the two themes of this year's Webby Awards are one, online gaming, and two, um, live stream e-commerce. So Emma Whitfield, which is who she's an executive over at the Webbies, presented a beautiful PowerPoint um, about those two topics and also why enter the Webbies and what the Webbies are all about and different categories, how to enter. It was really quite informative. So I just want to say thank you. <clears throat> Let me say that again. So I just want to say thank you to Esther over at the Webbies, to Emma Whitfield, to Denise at the Webbies, uh, to everybody who's been supporting us. I'm really excited to be part of the Webbies, to continue to be witness to the stellar work being put forth. And if anybody has any questions about why entering the Webbies or what you get out of it, yo, slide in the DM. Hit me up at Rachel La Loca. I'm happy to talk about it. Um, and I do think that we need more wins. Let's get more wins, people. There's so many different categories. Now, real quick. Okay. Mercury was in retrogradia, right? Mm, she was yeah. in retrograde for a while. Um, and I want to just talk about that real quick because it folds into this. Uh, I was ready to talk about Latinos Out Loud co-hosting this event with Emma. And uh, I, I was online the whole time until it got to my part. Then when mm. it got to my part, there were technical difficulties. Aye. And it was just like, Mercury. Uh, I couldn't even argue with Mercury. Mercury. I was like, Mercury. Mm. Why are you showing your ugly head right now? <laughs> um, prior to that, okay, let's just rewind. And why, you know, I had such technical difficulties without going too much into detail. We have a lot of show to get to. But I, <laughs> so the day before, I was momming. You know, momming. Sometimes momming consists of doing five things at the same freaking time. Mm -hmm. I had to get the Target same-day delivery order in by 7 p.m. or else they can't deliver the same day. Mama needed diapers, all types of stuff, soap, body wash. Like, mm. mama needed razors. I mean, I needed stuff for the whole family. We needed milk. I get Damn. all that stuff from Target. And mama had a full bladder. So Damn. what did mama do? Mama took her laptop and her bladder into the bathroom at the same time. And I relieved myself. And then I dropped my laptop. I dropped oh, my MacBook in so the bathroom. So this happened in the bathroom because we knew it We knew it dropped, but we didn't know Jeez. where it dropped. I'm very honest here on the podcast. And that's exactly how it wow. went down while... I was urinating. I had finished. I should not have brought my MacBook in there, but it was literally 6.57. We start at 7.30. I had very few minutes to do everything, including put the target order in. Uh, so I, I, I didn't even like drop it that hard. It was a light fall on the rug. I was like, oh, we're good. It's on the, the rug. rug. On the like little, you know, little, little, little thing that you got down there to like, you know, collect the wetness from your feet when you step out mm -hmm. of the shower. 
Uh, and I go to open it. No screen. Black screen. I And even the colors. Oh. You know how sometimes when the colors like tease you on the screen, they're like, ooh, I'm going to show a little red, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. <laughs> little Roy G. Biv on your screen. That's how you know your shit's fucked up. That's how you know it's, that's how you know it's bad. <laughs> little rainbow appears. That's the last rainbow. It's like, fa-la-la-la-la. Like, you know. So, I know. Uh, yeah. We I were going up, through it too because when we found out that that happened, it was like, okay, now we got to do the show. Like five minutes, you know, it was like 10 minutes for us to like get into the headspace of doing the show without you. So look, when you don't, when you find out you're not doing the show with Rachel, it's like finding out you're losing the engine to the car, right? You know, so me, me and Frank end up, you know, we're, we end up becoming the Flintstone mobile. We have to do everything on our feet, you know? Uh, <laughs> we're like, that's how the car drives, you know what I mean? Like... So we were, we were also like, oh, okay, so we got to do this show now, like, in about a couple of minutes. But but we also knew that Rachel was going through, like, a crisis because yeah. it was, it you was could tell. It was a multitude of like, reasons. Yeah. Jamie, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. not even just I couldn't do the show because I had no technology to do it. I was also on a writing deadline, so I had yeah. to get back into writing after podcasting that night. And I had the Webby's event the very next day. Jeez. So, and the Webby's thing, to get onto the platform, you know, through that, like, link that they sent me, it's not iPhone or iPad compatible. So I went through a rigmarole to get a laptop for this event. I, I asked my, you know, I asked edgar and he's like here take my my second macbook i tried to get it the security on that macbook was just like giving me the middle fingers like no bitch you're not getting in here and i was like what <laughs> like it just it wouldn't go to the site it wouldn't connect to the site so then he was like go ask our neighbor so i knocked on my neighbor's door i was like elena elena and she's like girl what happened she's like here take my laptop and i look at her laptop and i'm like oh you know, it was like from 1945. I was like, okay, uh, um, okay, this will do. This will have to do. So I saw myself talk about pixelation. I was mad pixelated. I didn't have to do my makeup. I was so pixelated. I was so pixelated. I could have been naked, and y'all would not have known that I was naked. You know, like the pixelated naked thing that people do. Um, that's how pixelated I was. But shout out to people lending a helping hand, lending a helping laptop. Um, and being neighborly because you know so then when you fixed out. your laptop did you also buy her a new a new laptop no i'm not set <laughs> up that way you know like the bank account's definitely not set up that way but i would like to start a GoFundMe for her because she is a small business owner i'm like girl mm, how yeah. are your business gonna stay small if you operating on this laptop you know what i'm saying yeah when you're using dial-up and shit <laughs> it's really, really something. But it was the thought that counts. Anyway, shout out to the Webbies for doing that event. Shout out to the Apple Store for fixing my MacBook. We're yeah. back online, baby. Yeah, they yeah, also convinced I, yeah, me yeah, to buy a out. tablet. So shout out to y'all. Uh, <laughs> you sounded like you sounded like you needed a couple tablets that day. Oh, Jamie! <laughs> what kind of tablets, Jamie? I don't do that stuff. Uh, no, I mean you know just some. Some small ones, you, you know. know. Yeah, I did, I did do some tablets that night. I did echinacea, zinc. Aspirin, I mean, Rachel. I popped of course. a few, yeah. Motrin, Motrin. Vitamin yeah. D. <laughs> so those are the events. Um, how are you guys, though? Everybody's good. Frank, what's good with you, yo? What you been doing? Chilling, girl. You know how we do, you know? Up in here in New York, doing it up, doing it up like we always do, baby. You know how we do. 
Yes, son. Yo, um, there's some things coming up. We got Dominican Independence Day. There's a big comedy show happening. Brownish. Our friends from LA are coming to New York. So you know we gotta gotta represent. Shout out to Eric Rivera. They'll be here February 27th. We gotta check out that show here. We in that piece. Broadway Comedy Club. We in there. Yeah, yo. Um, but I would love to be into some bochiche bites if possible. Yeah. Yes, please. Uh, don't mind if I do. It's been a while. Woo! Woo! Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Orange. Every sip of this orange soda flavored seltzer comes with a sweet, citrusy taste. And I love that the word citrus has the word us in it. Hmm. How about those oranges? And all of these products have zero sugar, 5% ABV, only 100 calories, they're gluten-free, and they're naturally flavored. My mom and I bond over Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. We talk about everything while sipping. Memories from back in the day, like the time that my braces got stuck to another boy's while playing spin the bottle. Or present-day parenting stories, like how my three-year-old has full-on conversations with Alexa, and even my Latino loudness, which I clearly get from her side of the family. So grab yourself some new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda and make yourself some loud memories, too. But remember to enjoy responsibly. Head over to BudLight.com to learn more. I've been waiting all day. Ay. I've been waiting all night. Ay. I've been waiting all day. Bochinche. Bites. Bochinche waiting all day. Bochinche waiting all night. Bochinche waiting all day. Bochinche. Bites. What up, what up, what up, Jamie? What's Jamie? up, brother? How you doing? How you doing, brother? How's Jamie? it going? Yeah. It's Jamie, guys. Straight out of Disney. Yeah. Oh, gangsta, gangsta, son. I'm gangsta, you no know, doubt. coming from my, my gangster Orlando theme park bachelor weekend. G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-
like the N word. That's the heavyweight champion of of, of racist yeah. slurs. Coupon, uh, coupon, so, coupon. yeah, right. <laughs> so, as fellow podcasters, what do we think about you know people kind of you know forcing him to like apologize for just having someone on his show that might be that people might not agree with necessarily, but that doesn't does that mean that you can't have people with certain views on stuff even if it's something that is controversial like like where's the line drawn of like okay look i want to this is my show and i want to do what i want to do and if you want to listen to it then you know listen if you don't you don't like Mm. for and then of course you know do you think that he's being targeted you know on some cancel culture kind of crusade because yeah he did probably say these questionable things in old podcasts but it does it does show a pattern of people you know f- trying to dig up old people's mistakes to cancel them you know to cancel them out mm. what do you think what do you think is he being is this unfair to him or what oof wow jamie that's deep man hey i i listen uh we were going back and forth with the producers this is this is uh this is this is huge this is a podcaster uh, a regular old co- podcast, if you will, and everybody's looking at what he actually is saying, and they're digging up uh, pretty much uh, everything that he's done in the past to kind of uh, make him seem a certain type of way. Um, and it's kind of, it's, uh, I don't know if you want to call it scary, but we also had an incident with Whoopi Goldberg on The View. Uh, we also had an incident with a young lady. I think she looked like in her 20s. She made a statement about, you know, the uh, police uh, funerals that went on in the city, and she was like, she was, in, she's like an actress. She's a young actress, and like, she's been canceled. So this whole cancel thing, uh, it's really going in deep, and it's going in at like at the number one podcaster in the United States, which is Joe Rogan. So this maybe speaks volumes to us and what we're going to go through perhaps in the future. So this is really huge. I mean, Spotify right now is making like all these different moves. People are leaving them. Um, other networks are offering Joe Rogan huge money. I saw someone offering him a hundred million dollars to come off of Spotify. Um, so, Hey, uh, are there other companies that are going to step up and say, you know what? Hey, you can come on to my network and say what you actually feel like saying. So this is a huge game changer right now. Um, I mean, the whole world's looking at this, so this is huge right now. Yo, I think with podcasts and podcasting, you know, like Joe Rogan said, some of the things were taken out of context, you know, but with podcasting, the context is there. So Thank I don't you. understand. Like the whole context is there because the whole episode is there. It's audio. It's not an right. interview. It's not an article. You know, you're not paraphrased. You're you're quoted. Um, and I just want to shout out Joe Rogan for taking accountability because there are, you know, certain iconic figures and celebrities and whatnot, public figures that don't take the accountability, sort of let the publicity team handle it, you know. At least he made that video and took accountability for what he said. He did say those things. And in the context, mm, I don't know, Joe Rogan, some mm. of the things about seeing the movie Planet of the Apes and you Aye. said in a black neighborhood and when you stepped out, it was like Africa. Oh, I don't know. Mm. This, is, this is hard. 
hard, Joe Rogan. This is hard. <laughs> I mean, look, some of the context is, you know, some of those guests that he had when he was were actually comedians that who specifically their genre of comedy is shock comedy. Right. And so they when they make fun of of like people, they make fun of everybody, right? Thank and you. and so a lot of these clips that I saw, um, I recognize some of these comedians, and these comedians that this is what they do. They they'll make fun of they'll make yes, they're gonna make fun of black people, but they're also gonna make fun of every other race, including you know, including you know their own. And um, it it's it's a type of comedy that's not for everybody. But mm. then again, it's like it's not supposed to be for everybody. You know what I mean? So. That's that's the question. Is like if it's not for you, why are you getting mad? You know. Mm. And again, this even goes back to his interview with the person spreading misinformation. It's like, you know, he has different guests on. Some that spread. You know, he had uh, the guy from CNN, Gupta. He's spreading real medical information uh, about the vaccines and all that stuff. But then he also has people that think. I mean, look, we had someone on our show that claimed the, that the earth was flat. Ah, yes. So some people can say uh, that's misinformation that we put it out. <laughs> but really, you know, we had an interview with the guy and, and, and heard his point of view, which probably definitely wrong. Uh, but, <laughs> but we had him on and talked to him about it. The same, I think, that, that's what Rogan does. The thing is, he doesn't push back a lot when he has people that have controversial like thoughts about stuff like that. He kind of is very just like, okay, uh-huh. And he's not like, yo, this is like complete bullshit. You know, sometimes he disagrees with them, but I think people want him to be more like, yo, like that shit is wrong and you can't be doing it. But that's not his style. So, you know, it's it's not a black and white issue um, unless, you know, unless you're talking about him using the N-word. Then it's, then it's uh, <laughs> then maybe it's a black and white issue. But I mean, I don't think it's a black and white issue as, as far as how people want to do their show and how other people are going to take it. It's like, not everything is for everybody. So I don't know why you, you know, I, I think trying to cancel this dude, you could criticize him, but trying to like get his show off the air. I mean, some of it seems like it's coming from a different place. It's coming from, it's a calculated thing to get this guy off the air by people on the higher, like on the higher on the food chain. Maybe somebody from Amazon is like, yo, let's, let's keep bringing this shit up. So, to get this guy off the air, you know? Well, you are don't his know. ratings higher? Frank, didn't you just send me an article that said his ratings are through the roof right now? His his, his ratings his are going listens? through the roof right now. They are. And, like, people don't realize that. Like, people want to hear differ, different points of view. And we are a society that came up with different points of view. And I don't understand the cancel culture. I okay. believe... I believe everybody should say what they want to say. If you want to tune in, you tune in. And if you don't, you know what? Don't tune in. Like, everyone should have their say. That's just my so opinion. So what about this actress? Let's talk about the actress, because, God damn, she was Latina. It's like, damn, yeah. girl. Come yes. on, son. We're trying to move our people forward, Jacqueline Guzman. But right. she's an actress from New York City. She was talking about Jason Rivera's funeral, said a couple things. I don't know if you guys caught wind of the video, but I she did, said I a couple did. things about the street closures and how... One, you know, the streets were closed and the funeral was highly attended. She had to get to work and it was all because of one cop and probably for something that he wasn't doing right on the job. And I'm paraphrasing, but that's sort of the, the tone and what she said. Right. That is so wrong. Does she right. deserve to be canceled, Frank? 
No, or not does, at all. What does she not deserve? Or does she she's not a, deserve anything? She's because a young she got lady. fired. She got fired from her theater company. And, and I think she that's horrible. She got fired from her job. She and that's horrible because she's a young lady and she deserves a second chance. She deserves to be corrected. And you're going to affect her whole life off her something that she said when she was like twenty something years old. I think that's horrible. You know, that's not that's very un American. Um, we deserve a second chance when we do make mistakes if she did make a mistake, right? So at least correct her, give her the opportunity. Now you kind of branded her. She can't get another job anywhere else when it comes to acting. Is that American? I just I don't know. I mean, I do think, you know, there's there's still like common sense, right? And I think some people, you know, that get canceled or whatever, or you know, I think I think in this case, I mean, nobody knew her before this, so she's getting canceled, but it's like just you, you just you know but i mean uh i think there's still moments where people still need to use their common sense and i think when someone says something like that if you don't think you're gonna get brushed back from that then you're not using common sense i mean you mentioned Whoopi goldberg she mentioned something about the holocaust i mean really do you want to go do you want to go there when you're talking about the holocaust nowadays like you know claiming you know that i, I don't even know what the controversy with that was but i you know Evidently, it was it was kind of lessening the Holocaust in some in some way. Um, and I, come on, Whoopi Goldberg's been in the game for a while. You got to have common sense. Even going back to when Roseanne was talking all that shit on Twitter, you, you don't. She didn't know that that was going to cause a stir. So I I do think there's there's the other flip side of it is like if you don't want to be canceled or criticized, um, you do have to cons- you know. Think before you speak sometimes. Like, you can have controversial statements, but don't say something that will completely make people think that you are a crazy, you know, crazy person or, or right. you know, someone who's just trying to get attention. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Like saying, like, the world is flat, right, Jamie? <laughs> I mean, look, when that guy's shouting it out with a, with a PowerPoint of the, of the, of the, of the, of the earth and behind him, you know, it's hard to really take him seriously. I mean, you know, he was, he was a cool guy for coming on the show, but I mean, (laughs) am I going to believe that after that interview? Not really. If anything, he made me think less of, of, he he made me reinforce that. I don't know if this guy thinks that the world is flat, then I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm on the right side of, of, of my thoughts, but, um, Again, you got to use common sense sometimes. And I think, um, yeah, you don't have to be canceled forever, but you do have to have in the, mo- you know, there is going to be repercussions in the moment, right? I right. do think people deserve second chances eventually, but you still, if you do something or say something that's really like, yo, what the F, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, this is crazy. You do need to have some repercussions in, and and then, you know, but I feel like you should be able to get get you know get a second chance eventually right right well as as the token half a jew here on the latinos out loud mm. podcast i just want to talk about what whoopi goldberg said she said quote the holocaust isn't about race she said that it's about man's inhumanity to man oh wow so That's you know as- i don't even know what that means <laughs> <laughs> She got too deep. deep on that. On that's daytime deep. TV, that's a little too deep. Mm. It's hard to <laughs> do a cooking hard, segment or something. Right, but it's hard to swallow that because when you think about it, Jews were singled out during the Holocaust. So how could we not say it wasn't about race, you know, uh, and no, religion? I don't. 
Those are hard conversations, guys. Like those are That's conversations really that hard. we can't we we can't even have over here. So I don't know in terms of this is just my opinion. I think canceling people from actually speaking about these things are gonna make it harder for the younger people to speak about these issues because if you have people from different races, nationalities, so on and so forth, not speaking about these issues, you're going to have problems going forward. Like I spoke to Rachel before she uh, we spoke about this today, and I told her like I'm lost. Like I don't know if it's a race thing. I don't know if it's a people people thing. I I'm confused. Like I don't know if she said something wrong. I don't know if she said something right. Like I don't know if we should keep on having these conversations, and I think we should because. If you don't have them, you're going to go down separate routes. I agree with you, And these are things, to me, you have to keep on having. Mm -hmm. I agree with you, Frank. I agree that conversations need to be had. And whether people deserve to be canceled or not, in a way, I don't know. Sometimes it it could be looked at as bullying. Like, it's like, Mm. you know, we pile on everything, you know? Once the person Fs up, it's like, all right, pile on whoopee. You know, like, what is this? Is that the American way? I feel you on that. I I just, we all have such really interesting takes. I agree with everybody. Um, But, you know, you're going to go into a zone like that, talking about the Holocaust, where Mm, so many of our people died because of their beliefs. Right. Yeah, it's inhumane. But these were Jews. The Jews. These were Jewish people. And again, some people might use that same kind of example to saying like, oh, people are going to die if they're hearing misinformation about vaccines on a Joe Rogan podcast. That's true. Um, That's true. But look, I mean, there's, you know, it's the American public has shown uh, that a lot of the American public is not the sharpest tools in the shed. There's a lot of stupid Americans out there. And you know what, Jamie, since we're not the sharpest tools in the shed, we have to continuously speak so we could sharpen those tools, because if we don't, they're going to get very dull. And we're, in my opinion, yeah, people are being canceled more and more every day. So we don't speak. So we're afraid to speak. That's just my mm. opinion. I don't know. I so was told you guys, but there's also people that don't want to adapt, right? You know what I mean? Because there is a is there's certain things that people are that that shout, you know, cancellation, stop canceling people. Are this a lot of the same people are like, I don't want to, I don't want to adapt my old school way of thinking to the to the present time. And You're I think right, there's right. a balance. You have to kind of be able to like still be yourself, but also kind of like. Don't poo-poo everything that is new because it's new. You know, change is, change is inevitable. So pe- yes. a lot of these old school people that want to say whatever they want to say, they hate change. And so sometimes you got to accept, accept a little bit of change, mm. um, you know. But again, look, to, to wrap it up, you know, I'm just going to quote Rodney King, man. Can we all just get along? Mm. Uh <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get Ugh. there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Didn't we Martin there. also say that? Are you also quoting Martin? Or, uh, didn't Martin, Martin Lawrence? Martin, yeah, Martin also <laughs> said that on the show. Can't we all just get along, Gina? Come on, man. Yeah, right, right. Oh, <laughs> this is a long, longer conversation, and that'll continue, right? So yeah. we just, yes. you know, we, we started it here, but it'll. I'm sure there'll be other stories uh, about this that we'll have to tackle. Um, one more bite. This is a little more lighter. Yeah, and a little more uh, a light bite. Okay. Yeah, a light a bite. Light bite. Um, I love, a, I love light bites. Yeah. Me too. Kind of gross. Uh, <laughs> so mainstream companies are launching sexy new merchandise. Ooh. Um, or they were launching. This is a little after Valentine's, but they were launching uh, merchandise marketed at marketed at the furry 
subculture. So I don't know Ooh, if you know what's that? who furries are. Furries are Come people again? that um, they like to dress up as animals. Yeah. And uh, sometimes just for an escape. And sometimes as a, you know, a sexual fetish thing. Interesting. Oh, meow. So, <laughs> so um, you know, they have conventions. Um, they have a special fursona with whom they fursona. connect. Fursona. They call it that. I didn't make that up. It's a fursona, not okay, a persona. Okay, Jamie. Um, and at least 250,000 Americans identify as furries. So this is this Ooh. is a, a kind of a big subculture. So Build-A-Bear... Okay. Do we know Build a Bear? Build-A-Bear. Mm-hmm. Love Build a Bear. They've been selling stuffed teddy bears for children uh, for a while since yes. the 90s. Long time. So they developed a raunchy range of after dark bears for Ooh. adults. No, no, they no did way. not. Are you oh kidding me? You know, like how we want to do Latinos after dark? Yeah. Build a Bear has a Build a Bear after dark. Oh, snap. Um, and so if you've, ever, if you've ever been sexually aroused at a Build-A-Bear workshop, these dolls are for you. Okay. Well, when they stuff the animals, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that's a kind of erotic process. It's an erotic process. I've been watching the machine, like, jam it in there. Get it in. All of it, Daddy. All right. Get it. Rachel yeah. just licking her lips in the Build-A-Bear workshop. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've frequented Build-A-Bear. Yeah, I've made a few Build-A-Bears. Snap. Just saying. But Got I my mean, numbers up. <laughs> But I mean, I don't know about sexualizing these animals. I mean, why is Build the Bear trying to build a boner? Oh, these dolls were—they're originally made for kids, not their perverted uncles. You know what I mean? Like one teddy bear. Okay, one teddy bear in the collection was dressed is dressed in a Hugh Hefner style silk robe. Damn, love it. Yeah, there was a picture. It's online. Um, so does that mean there's a Play Bear Mansion? I don't. How far are we taking this? Like, in the same picture, in this ad, the toy is, like, positioned lying on a shag pile carpet next to a red rose and two glasses of champagne as if it was about to seduce someone. Wow. Oh, my God. I need to see this image. This sounds more like a night out with Bear Cosby. Yo! You know what I mean? You know, make sure that champagne, (laughs) make sure that champagne isn't spiked with Spanish fly, all right? Yo! I used to use that back in the days, yo. Oh, Oh no, Frank, no. Frank, no. (laughs) They used to sell it down the block. They used to sell it down the block back in the days. <laughs> I just can't bear it. <sighs> that's a whole, yeah, that's 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 very inappropriate, Frank. Um, and it's not just bears. Look, um, we have, there's good news for all the dog lovers. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, BarkBox is a company that sells dog products. Yes, yes. Yeah, and they created Bark After Dark. Bark what? After Dark. <laughs> Wait. It's a, ra- like it's a it's a range of of, of dog to- spicy dog toys clearly like for, to appeal to furries. So basically, it's dog toys for uh, humans that would like to dress up as dogs. Wow. <laughs> Specifically for them. Um, okay. This is for people who refer to dogs as man's best fetish. Oh. Um, hey, okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> this company, and so they have a popular one. It's a stuffed dog toy named Murray the Furry. Murray the Furry. Um, and it's a, it's a fictional human character who likes to dress up as a squirrel and is wearing a thong. Holy shit. So I like it's, it. it's the actual doll is a human body um, with the squirrel head. So it's a squirrel head. The squirrel has nipples and an ass. And for the squirrel's sake, I hope the nuts are also included. <laughs> wow. Um, 
So, I mean, look, if you know someone who likes to dress up as a cartoonish <laughs> animal, uh, I hope you, you know, you you were able to get some of these furry freaks. Uh, <laughs> furry freaks? <laughs> furry freaks. Uh, some of these gifts. I'm sure they would enjoy it. And if you haven't, you can still get it, you know, as an after Valentine's Day present. Wow. I'm sure they'll enjoy these um, these new um, these new dolls. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. And I'm sure they'll be... Jamie, yeah. thanks for defining what a furry is. Because at first I thought it was like maybe men that are into women with facial hair. And I was going to think that I am a furry. Um, <laughs> I, I think those are carnies. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I thought that that was a thing. Okay. But this is really something. Okay. Yeah. How, are there any furries out there listening to this podcast right now? Where you at? Hit us up at We Are Latinos Out Loud. We want to know you, but we won't blow you up. But we want to hear from you. Shout out to the furries. Yeah, the furries are probably going to cancel us now. They're like, I hated that segment. How dare you? How dare you make fun of us? Wow, we have rights too. Yeah, I got a fur. I got a. I got a cousins in DR that are furries. By the way, they go after the cows all the time. Yeah, they go after the cows all the time in the morning. Like at five thirty in the morning, they're out there. Well, look, okay. Just to be fair, furries <laughs> right. technically they like to dress as animals. Not all of them like to like to hump animals or whatever. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So some of them might, you know, some of them might, but you know, they're they it's it's complicated. It's complicated. Okay. Um, okay. and all, since I'm getting uncomfortable talking about this, that's the end of the bites for this week. Woo! Good exit. Good exit. Good way to make an exit. All right. Well, if we've exited the bites, that means we're entering the world of Frank Spiracy News. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks. Jamie, Frank. how are you guys? Frank it's been, is back. Frank hey, is back. It's been a while, guys. I miss you guys you, so much. What you got for us today, Frank? Oh, uh, Jamie, I got a good one Frank's for you. Here. I got a good one for you, Jamie. This one is Woo-woo. this one is dedicated to you, Jamie. This one is dedicated. Oh. All right, to you. nice. Yeah, Jamie. Um, I mean, uh, in saying this, I know you like you're getting prepared for your wedding and everything, and I I, I, I saw this news and I had to share it with you. And it's about Apple's pretty much coming out with this new product. It's called the Apple Smart Marriage Ring. Excuse yes. me? Yes. What? Guys, Apple's coming out with a smart marriage ring. Rachel, uh, Rachel um, this is amazing. Jamie, I didn't want to come out with this news. I knew you bought your rings already. So I just, you know, I, I decided to come out with this news right now. And it so happens that Apple just came out putting a patent out for this ring right now. Oh, and wow. a lot of people are saying that this is like kind of, you know, it's against privacy rules when it comes to, 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 to partners or what have you. But this ring pretty much is going to tell your partner where you're at, like, you know, how you're feeling before you even oh, get whoa. in the house. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of deep. Like, this is going to take things to another level. Like, this will be able to tell you, like, when your partner comes in the house, what kind of emotional state they're actually in. Mm. Yeah, so this marriage ring thing that they're doing is on another level. I want to so like ask a mood you, ring. Yes, yes, Rachel, like a mood <laughs> ring. Like you'll get, you'll be able to know, like before, like you know, if your partner had like five drinks before they came home, or like you know how many uh, arguments they had before they got out of work. 
you'll be able to know everything, guys. So this is. I think uh, Fatima would know if that if I was just the by the way I would like fall on the floor <laughs> when I got home and shit, you know. Does I mean, it take but, pictures? Does well, this I, new Apple ring take pictures? Does it have like a 10.9 megapixel camera? Because I want to see all the shit going down. Latinas, and it should be 180. Because if know, it goes Latin- all the way around, then it's a 180 camera. I want full everything. Rachel, Rachel, you know Latinos <laughs> do not need this ring at all. They don't need this at all. They could do all this without the ring. But, you know, this is a new thing that's coming out. And this is an interesting thing. They tried this out first in the NBA um, uh, Disney bubble games where they gave all the players uh, a ring and this ring could actually tell up to and symptoms in people up to three days in advance if they had the COVID uh, symptoms or COVID oh, wow. disease. And it had a 90% accuracy rate. So these rings could actually, you know, tell a lot about actual individuals. I mean, and it's getting to a certain point where these rings will be able to go back and forth with your devices so, Rachel, you don't have to go chase after the kids with the iPad. You don't have to chase mm. the kids with the iPhone. You'll be able to see where they're going, okay, and what they're doing with the actual, you know, uh, devices. You'll be able to make a phone call by gesturing with your with your ring finger. Oh, that's going to be a problem. Thank that's you. That's a problem for Latinas because we talk with our hands. So <laughs> right. if we're going to be wearing a ring on our finger that has any kind of, like, sensor to, like, do stuff, like the ah. Apple, you know, commands... Right. Look, at, look at how I'm talking right now. Look at right. how I'm talking right now. I'm you not get, even talking you, with emphasis that much. I'm just trying to make a point right now, and I'm already I'm doing Taekwondo. Right. So that's going to be gonna a be, problem. Gonna There's going to be a lot of people like, you ring dialed me again. <laughs> oh, instead of butt dialing, it's going to be yeah. ring dialing for sure. No, I'm just trying to tell a story. I'm sorry. Right, right. exactly. And when you, you know, your significant <laughs> other wants to tell you, tell you something and see you, you'll be able to hold the finger up to your face, and you're able to do like, like video dialing with your with your actual face by putting the ring wow. up to your face. Yeah. Wow. Alan. I want to see your face. Put it up to your face. I'm going to ring dial you right now and you could do a video conferencing. <laughs> right Stop there. picking your nose. Stop picking your nose. I, 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 all I see is the inside of your nostrils. Right. Excuse me. Why do I see your Hanes underwear? That means that your hand <laughs> is inside your underwear right now. You puerco. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. I can see it. I can see your pubic Mira, get hands. all these pubes off the, off the camera, off the, off the screen. <laughs> But guys, seriously, this thing... Sorry, I had an itch. Relax. Hey, listen, Jamie, you never have to take off the ring because it actually charges by your body kinetic energy. You never have... By the movement of your body, it actually charges. So you never have to take off this ring. Okay? Ever. So you won't have like a tan line, you know, or nothing. Like, you won't have no excuse to ever take it off. Like, your girl would never, ever tell you why you took it off because... It, you you don't have the excuse that you have to charge it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, guys, I don't know. I want to ask you guys a question. Is this getting too, like, too far when it comes to privacy rights with this new smart marriage device that they're making? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let uh, Rachel answer first. And, Jamie, since you're getting married, you're going to be the last person to answer. Rachel, please. Wow, Frank. I mean, okay, look, the only parallel that I could draw right now is, check it out. We got the Ring Cam up in here. Shout out to Ring, a former aye, advertiser aye, of the Latinos yeah, no Podcast. No doubt, no doubt. We got the Ring Cam up in here. And, you know, I, I give access to my mom, okay? I right. give access to my mom to see the babies. And then their dad has access. I have access. But I noticed that my mom be logging on when the babies ain't uh, even here, okay? She be checking it mm-hmm. out, huh? 
And then, like the other day, this is this is how parents work, people. This is how they work. My dad was like this, so so cute. He's like, Rachel, you know, your mother told me that she had a dream that you had a flat tire, and oh, I was like, nope. No. I was like, me? No, flat tire with your car? No. Yes, I had a flat tire. They must have heard me talk about it on the camera. You know, so I'm already in this world of there's no privacy for me. There's wow. no privacy for me. Uh, I have no privacy. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to do something under the covers. The nanny cam's on. I got to shut it off, you know, because the nanny cam <laughs> can hear the zzz, you know. I have no privacy, and I've just come, or actually I don't come, but wow. I've come oh. to terms oh. with it. Um, <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> with the ring if that's what you're asking me it's like bring yeah. it on what's the next contraption what's the next device a contact lens like a hat <laughs> a bra like what what's the next device well let bring me it. fill you in they or do have the, they have the smart i told you guys about the smart glasses facebook has now they have the smart contact lenses okay so now you put a contact lens and you can see like holographic things you know and, and see these contraptions like through your actual lens is going to connect to your actual phone and to your devices. Guys, so this is it's going to another route, all right? But Jamie, I want to hear your uh, intake on this. The whole, like, knowing where the your husband or wife is at all times, that's the one thing that's, like, a little bit too much, I think. If that ring does tell you exactly, like, oh, right. your husband's here, your husband, your wife is there. You know, because, yes, in the vows it says, till death do, you, do us part. But also, but, you know, in life, you do part as well, you know? You right. need to part, and you need to do your own thing. And if it's something where it's like, why I, why are you still here? Like, I could see on the ring that you're, you know, you're at the bar, or, you know, then you got to be like, oh, I had a happy hour, and we stayed long. Oh, yeah. really? Because I says, yeah, you weren't here. So I think that would be the only thing that I'd be like, yo, this ring is too much. Like, this now it's like we're, like, joined at the hip. Join that every, you know, but I think any other technological things, phones have been doing, phones continue to upgrade and phones will always have more power than you think that they have, right? You know, everybody kind of gets paranoid about the next, the next technological advancement. They're like, oh my God, but people are going to know all my information and this and this, but your phones already have the power to do that. And so I don't think anything really surprises me anymore. I mean, same. Um, guessing emotions is is weird. I don't know how that how the, how a a piece of technology can do that. Like all of a sudden, it's just gonna make it's just gonna make the other person know that I'm like well, it could pick you know, up constipated. Pick, Am I gonna be able to come to the house and be like, oh honey, are you constipated? Because like, she's gonna be the there ring. waiting. She'll be there waiting at the door with the suppository for you. Okay. <laughs> Well, guys, Honey, pick up- I got the notification that you were backed up, babe. Here, come on, let's go in the bathroom together. I can help. Well, I could pick up on your heart rate, guys. Guys, I could pick up on your heart rate and your sweat glands and, you know, what's really going on in your body. So if you're going through a really rough day, it could pick up on your heart rate, your sweat yeah. glands, on your frequency of your body. This thing is really in. And then she gets the notification. Why your heart racing, motherfucker? What you doing? What you doing? Something wrong? That's what I thought. You think I'm stupid? You think you I'm like stupid? You like that your girl, right? Rate? You like. Excuse you me. Like... Your average heart rate is like 162. And it's at like 210 right now. So you explain to me what's going on. We're going to have some beef when we get home. Get ready. And it's not stew beef. It's beef between me and you. 
Oh wow! <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to get like, you know, I'm gonna have to. I, I wonder if you if you if you did buy that ring and you know, use it as an engagement ring. If you could have the jeweler kind of just take some take some of those options Adjust out. It. You know what I mean? Well, Jamie, I got good news for you. Uh, it's only for Apple users, and we know you have oh, Android, there so you there you go. Okay. And we're I wouldn't saying, have been able to get it anyway. Yep. Is, and we're, yo. Yep. And we're saying we're saying that, Jamie, this will be the fake news for this week. Thank you so much. Yo, Connie. I gotta tell you something though. I think <laughs> men everywhere who are not Apple users will now never be Apple users because know, this exactly. is the perfect way to be like, babe, I can't get the ring. I'm an Android user. <laughs> and, I, and I ain't changing it. Right? So yeah. So ahead, Android, Android. Is, Android is going to be the new phone for, uh, you know, scared. Uh, the mujeriegos and the ones yeah. that need to get away with shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ahead, come, come you. to the dark side. Come to the dark side. <laughs> That's going to lead to like girls like, um, hi, you're really cute. Yeah, you could buy me a drink. What kind of phone do you have? An Android? Yeah. See you later, alligator. <laughs> we already know how you get down. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be able to keep tabs on you at all. So. So, yeah. Adios, um, Arroz. Wow, guys. Thank you. Thank you again, Frank. Frank. um, Thank you, everyone. Thank you. All right. Well, if that was Bochiche Bites and that was Frank Spiracy News, then this is Que Lo Que. It's que lo que, que lo que, que lo que, que lo que. So, lots to talk about, right? Let's get through it. Who wants to go first? I'll start. Um, sending much love to our fam at Yero.com, the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The NFL is on everyone's mind thanks to, thanks to Brian Flores and his bombshell lawsuit. Ooh, uh, that's getting hot. It involved hot. Uh, our giants, Frank. Oh, so, my God. Damn, we can't. Yeah, check. Uh, if you don't know the story, you know, read up on that. It's wild. Um, but the, this week, Yero is diving deep into why the soup matters to people of color and how its impact will go beyond the sports world. Mm. So you can actually go to Yero.com to find out more about the story. Um, so, yeah, much love to them. And that's uh, that'll be a good one. I actually want to head up at Yero.com uh, to check it out. And uh, so Jay Ferns uh, underscore from my Instagram. I mean, what am I saying? Jay Ferns Instagram, Jay underscore Ferns Twitter. Bye. And um, those are my shout outs this week. Bye. Good times. Frank, what you got? Um, This week, I will be talking about our very own Jerry Diaz. He's going to be in El Salon Chronicles podcast show. I believe you were on a few weeks ago, Rachel. I sure was. Right. Now, our very own Jerry Diaz has an episode with them this uh, this coming week. And I got to hear it. I haven't heard it yet. And I also want to mention something uh, about a, a celebrity that, that said something, and I just want to just, like, shoot it out there. Uh, John Leguizamo uh, made a statement about, uh, I believe, colorism. Uh, and I'm not going to get really into it, but I want people to kind of look into it. Uh, I would like to touch on it maybe in a few episodes. But it was very interesting. Uh, that conversation keeps on coming up, and uh, I think it's a good conversation. 
and I'm looking forward to it. So I, I recommend all the Eloedos and Jamie and Rachel to look into it uh, for future co- uh, conversation. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, I have a couple things. I want to just say uh, a thank you, a very warm and heartfelt thank you, and a shout-out to my homegirl, Sof's Dope. Make sure you follow her at S-O-F, as in Frank, S-O-F-S Dope, because she's so dope. Um, her and Dr. Green's, which is a membership-only club here, 420 Club in New York City, um, they put on a wonderful event Last weekend, where it was hosted at a beautiful spot in Midtown Manhattan. As you can see, I'm trying to cover up some of the info because it's one of them on the low, low joints. But I want to <laughs> shout them out because they took really good care of your girl. Um, Soph and uh, shout out to Medusa cooked up a storm of food all infused with cannabis. Ooh, ay, mama. It was incredible. Arroz ay, con gandules. I know. Infused? Past- Yes, Frank. What? No, you my You should answer God. your text messages. Just say it, okay? <laughs> Shit, man. I got to get my mom wow. to cook like that, man. Yo, but pastelitos. Pastelitos. And then there was a whole... Yeah. There was a whole... A whole dessert bar. A whole dessert bar. Cocoa pebbles, fruity pebbles bars. Cappuccino bars. Yo, Jamie, I know you go crazy on those pebbles. Then there was a bar bar... Then there was a bar bar, Jack Daniels infused, Johnny what? Walker infused, lemonade infused. It was incredible. You came out it of there was... like a light bulb. I know that. I don't remember how I got out. I don't remember leaving. I think I floated home. I think I rode the clouds, if I'm not mistaken. I took the Q cloud to the three cloud and I got off. And wow. I was like, thanks, clouds. <laughs> I didn't have to pay 275 either. Um, and it was a really wonderful event. I had a really nice time. And now they had a grand opening in the Bronx. So check out her page at Soph's Dope. And you'll find all these great 420 infused events happening here in New York City, well, in the tri-state area. So that was the event, and there'll be plenty more. Um, Shout out to Dr. Greens also. I love these, like, pop-up events. Like, shout out to Happy Monkey. Um, Something else that popped up that we didn't really talk about is my baby's having a baby. Shout out to Rihanna. Ooh. Thank you, Rachel. I'm the daddy, I think. Uh, Oh, you better stop. I'm so tired of those memes. (laughs) I'm getting tired of everybody photoshopping their face. Who is it, Draco? ASAP? Who is it? I don't know. Those memes are hysterical. The threesome (laughs) memes with Drake, like, wrapped around ASAP. Oh, my God. So, shout out to Rihanna for doing her maternity shoot uptown. In Harlem, yeah, repping yeah, under yeah, the bridge. Yeah. That was kind of dope, right? On yes. a like rainy day, too. Yeah. Looking yeah. so cute. One wearing pink, one wearing blue. I love aye, it. It's adorable. Aye, aye, aye. All right. Well, guys, please be sure to follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud. We're everywhere. Um, and also, Spotify now has a rating system. So be sure to rate us on Spotify. And uh, you can also call us. We have a phone number. Dial us, 978-LATINOS. And uh, I guess that's it. Is that every method of communication? One more thing. We want to shout out uh, our behind-the-scenes crew, as always. Marco de Pablo, our producer supervisor. Uh, Mitzi Hernandez. Mitzi Hernandez, our producer. Um, And Augusto Martinez, our audio engineer. Augusto! We call call them our three amigos. We love them. And uh, got to shout them out. And uh, that's all on my end. 
that's all on my end too. What a great episode. Good to see you guys. Yeah, guys, that is uh that was a good episode. All right. On that note, we out! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting good at those sound effects, Frank. You really are. <laughs> <laughs>